Welcome, Sacred Disruptor, to the Sovereign Society podcast. I'm your guide, Sabrina Riccio, modern medicine priestess, golden age business mentor, and marketing muse for spiritual entrepreneurs. In this sacred temple, we explore what it means to embark on your spiritual journey towards sovereign embodiment, multidimensional leadership, and social justice while honoring a business of integrity. Gathered here are some of the world's leading mentors, healers, and revolutionists alike as they share activating codes of guidance and transmissions of wisdom that will empower you to thrive. As a sovereign leader, you are here, embodied in your truth and on your evolutionary mission to answer the call, move the masses, and activate your legacy for the generations to come. You are here to unleash your medicine. Welcome home. Hello, 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 and welcome to a new episode of the Sovereign Society podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina Riccio, and this is an extremely special one because it's my birthday today. Yes, my solar return. I'm 32 years old, and I wanted to come on and share with you the 32 nuggets of wisdom I've learned with after my 32 trips around the sun. And this is a very special one because... I've learned a lot. I failed a lot, trial and errored a lot. I went through a lot of trauma, a lot of death, a lot of grief, and a lot of growth, a lot of expansion, a lot of connection, and a lot of love. And so this is a very, very great one. I encourage you to take notes if you're tuning in and listening and share with me on Instagram which ones are the ones that were most aligned and supportive for you. Make sure you take a screenshot and tag me at Sabrina Riccio and at Sovereign Society. And if you have seen now until tomorrow, the 10th at 6 p.m. Pacific time, I am offering Alchemize Your Systems for 50% off. This is a way that I wanted to say thank you. And I want to go into this new year to see more good people make good money doing great things in the world. And I know systems are here to help cultivate your business, honor your business, structure your business so that you can really go forth and be of service so that you can really go forth and shine so that you can really go forth and live out your best life. And so you can check the links below in the show notes or go to sabrinariccio.com slash alchemize dash your dash systems. And I would love to support you and anyone who signs up this round has a chance to win a free one-on-one call with me. So I'm very, very excited to be supporting you inside the container, as well as to see you with the two bonus one-on-one call, uh, group coaching calls, excuse me. So we're going to have a group coaching call um, one a month so you can come with your questions and I'll be there to support. And you can also see everyone else who's in the group as well. Um, But again, this has so many wisdom, so much wisdom, this episode talking about money, what I've learned about life, what I've learned about self-worth, what I've learned around navigating through this wild time. And so again, I want to say thank you for being on this journey with me. Uh, 31 was a hell of a ride, but I'm really looking forward to start to embark on my 33rd trip around the sun. So I'm very, very excited and Again, thank you for being here. And if you have a few minutes, if you can leave a rating and review on iTunes, that would be a great birthday present for me. And make sure you subscribe. And you can also watch this episode on YouTube. So I'm going to be building up the YouTube channel this summer, which I'm really pumped about to share more about business and marketing tips and 
it's going to be such a great time. So without further ado, let's dive in and listen to the 32 Nuggets of Wisdom I'm here to share with you. Enjoy. Welcome back. This is a very, very, very exciting episode because the day that this episode is published is my 32nd birthday, my anniversary of the 32nd trip around the sun has come to completion. <laughs> and I'm really looking forward to see how this 33rd trip around the sun goes. I'm really, really pumped, really, really humbled. And I wanted to share today the 32 nuggets of wisdom I've learned while navigating through and experiencing 32 trips around the sun. So as you may or may not know, my life has been far from unicorns and butterflies. I've had to go to the depth of my soul. I've had opportunity to learn, to grow, to gain wisdom. And that's what I really wanted to share in today's episode of what I've really learned along the way and praying that, you know, maybe there's something here for you, a little nugget of wisdom to let you know that you're not alone or that you're going to be okay. And I believe you will. So I'm really grateful for this new year. I'm really grateful to be here with you. And if you haven't heard, now until June 10th at 6 p.m., I'm offering Alchemize Your Systems for 50% off as a thank you for being on this journey called Life With Me. And not only that, but this run, we're going to have two group coaching calls. We're going to have one a month. And anyone who signs up during this round of Alchemize Your Systems has a chance to win a free one-on-one -on -one call with me. I'm really, really excited to be sharing this. If you want to learn more, you can go to my website, sabrinaricchio.com slash alchemize-your-systems to sign up. And there's going to be a great community support in there as well. And this program is literally... The business development course, I wish I had, but I learned along the way <laughs> that, you know, I, I had a lot of this knowledge already. And of course, I learned from a lot of trial and error and investing and coaches and seeing what they did and really seeing what I resonated with and what I really did it. And most importantly, how I really want to treat my clients and offer the best quality experience. And so that's what's really fueling me. But if you're interested, go check out Alchemize Your Systems, and I'm excited to be supporting you and your business with the total permission for you to create smarter, not harder. So let's dive into these nuggets of wisdom. And I wrote this out over the weekend, and I was like, okay, this is my last weekend of being 32, and all weekend I was doing deep purging of material things. I cleaned out all my cabinets, supplements. Um, I've been really, like, really intentional on how I want to bring in this new year. And I wanted to release what doesn't serve so I can make space for what's to come. And so the first little nugget I want to share with you is that life is always happening for you, not to you. So I invite you to not victimize yourself when things aren't quote unquote working out 
necessarily in the way that you wanted or expected them to flow because it's going to be better. (laughs) And sometimes those trials and tests, you know, without those tests that you've been able to overcome, you wouldn't have those testimonies. And I really just want you to embrace that it's all unfolding as it should. And so be patient with it. The next thing I would really share is that the lower triangle work is everything. The best thing I ever got from Kundalini Yoga was the education around the lower triangle, the lower three chakras, and how that represents your physical reality. And then the upper three chakras represent your spiritual reality. And what connects the two is the heart. We cannot live in our heart space if we still have a lot of repressed trauma and emotion from our childhood and young adult years. So I'm talking about birth, ancestrally, uh, like your childhood, teenage, high school, and even your collegiate years where you'll start to, around 23, start to really form the heart. And that's really when you start to be an adult and start to figure out who you are, right? So the sooner you commit and devote yourself to really healing the childhood and the young adult wounds, the conditionings, the beliefs, patterns, pains, the sooner you'll find yourself living in alignment with the heart. And when you can live with your heart, nothing outside of you can stop you from actualizing those desires. The next nugget of wisdom I would share is to really pay attention to what always sparked your interest and what you're good at, because it's clues to your greater mission and purpose as to how you're here to help others. When I think of myself, you know, I look back on my childhood, I loved updating my AIM profile. I loved coding my MySpace, uh, my MySpace. I loved really understanding interior design and architecture. And for so long, I was struggling a lot with what am I here? Like, what's my business? What am I here to do? And it wasn't until I started to embrace my inner geek who has always had an understanding of tech that I and infusing that with my knowledge of marketing and I'm good at it. My marketing professor in college called me the marketing machine and he still has me come and teach his classes time and time again. And that's when I was able to really get out of my own way and and go back to that inner child to heal the wounds of like fitting in of like what is defined beauty, like talking about systems and tech and all that stuff isn't beautiful for women. And that's what we've been conditioned to believe. But until I started to embrace who I was and the things I was good at, my business was really taking off and I found passion again in the work I was doing. So also know that they're all breadcrumbs. They're all seeds that are being planted. So really give yourself permission to do what you love, do what you're good at, and share that out with the world. The next nugget of wisdom I would share is that failure is inevitable. (laughs) So don't beat yourself up when it happens. And instead, see it as an opportunity to learn, to grow, and to gain the wisdom that will not only support you and your and your discernment down the line, but it can also help someone else too. So I failed many times with my business 
times where I wanted to throw my computer at the wall, times where I felt going back that life is happening to me. Like, why, why, why? Being stuck in this victim mindset. But I've learned that failure is the greatest teacher. And when you've had that experience, you'll have the discernment and the inner knowing on what decisions to make, what leaps to take, what to do, what not to do. And you'll have a deeper sense of confidence that can, again, help someone else. People are investing in you. If you are a coach or a mentor, people are investing in you because they want to learn from you. And you are a couple steps ahead of them. So you can share with them like your mistakes and your failures and how you've alchemized that, learned from that. And that's why they're paying you. You know, we're either investing in time, money, or energy, right? And so if they're giving you money, it can help them save a lot of time other than trying to figure it out themselves. And that was my biggest failure in my business was that I went on the solopreneur path for so long thinking that I can do it all by myself. And that was a huge piece for me to share. Oh, I can be independent. Let me do it all by myself. But it led to burnout. It led to me really frustrated and affected my health. And it wasn't until I invested in my first one-on-one mentor and that I started hiring a team that I started to be able to open myself up to more opportunities. So that would, I say, would be the biggest failure in my business was that thinking I could do it all by myself. Of course, financially, I didn't have it to be able to invest everyone because it was like part of my shopping addiction and also taking care of my house and getting all the things there. But, you know, failure is inevitable. You learn from the lessons and you're able to grow and make wiser choices. The next nugget of wisdom I would share is that social media sabbaticals are non-negotiable in this modern technological era and this world. We need time away from social media. We need time away to stop consuming the energy, the output of what all these other teachers or mentors or whatever is putting out there that you'll find yourself in that comparison paralysis, right? We need to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves, that we're nourishing ourselves, And that we don't have this 24-7. I mean, we're still adapting. If we look at the span of humanity and the human race, we haven't, it's like, it's like a hairline, the world of modern technology compared to how big humans have been or how long humans have been on this planet. So we're still learning how do we adapt And I think we're going to see more of this. And, you know, we're all in trying to understand and figure out what do we do? How do we do this? So just know that take some time away from social media, put that phone on airplane mode and give yourself permission to do you so you can open up and receive the downloads and the insights and tune into your own energy, your own inner knowing on what you're here, how you're here uh, to deliver and be of service. With that comes my next wisdom to really spend time in nature to unplug is critical and especially important for empaths. You know, the veils are getting thinner and thinner. I I said, I remember my last episode of 2020 of the podcast, I said 2021 was going to be the year of discernment. And we're seeing a lot more. The more that we're doing the deeper work, the more that we're reclaiming our power back, our sensitivities are getting heightened and increased. So if you can spend time in nature, again, without that phone and just listen and hone in to the messages, the insights, the animals, the plants, 
and get that vitamin D, listen to the codes of the sun, activate and absorb that vitamin D. Sun gives life to plants, right? That's what plants feed off of. And so we need to make sure that we are getting that vitamin D, that we're drinking good water and that we're eating healthy foods. Go support your local farmers, eat from the farmer's market and feel the difference of the vibration of that food. So make sure you're unplugging again, time and time. Like we've become such a society that's so conditioned to the dopamine hits social media offers but we need to start to be aware that we don't become codependent to our technology and our phones. That's why I love setting up systems and automations. That was the driving force is that when you have all these systems and automations running behind the scenes where emails are automated or contracts are automated or whatever it is that you are ready to automate, you don't have to spend as much time on the computer And you can spend more time in nature, spend more time with friends. And so that's what drew me to creating and sharing more about systems. That was the failure I've learned. That was the thing that sparked my interest. And I went for it. And so, again, going back to the next nugget of wisdom, which supports this one, is the last one is really be mindful of where your food comes from where your water comes from, your clothes and your material goods and the medicine that you are consuming. So everything is a vibration. And if you're wearing clothes that, you know, maybe come from a sweatshop or whatever, you'll feel that frequency versus something that's really beautiful, handmade, intentional. That's why I love wearing my best friend, Myra Penaloza, who started with a Kundalini gown and just expanded so much. That's why I love women like her who are creating clothes that are intentional and beautiful and something to really adorn yourself with. When I guess that when it comes to food, I only buy produce from the farmer's market, water. It's important to have a machine like a Kongan machine, clothes, like I shared, material goods. Are you, are you just consuming, 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 or is there really intentional pieces with what you have? the medicine, not just medicine in terms of your supplements, but also your medicine as to medical, medicine as to the people you're learning from, because some people may still be stuck in a lot of false light teachings. And so you need to really be discerning and aware as to where you're getting all of your resources from and make sure that they're coming from spaces that are actually in alignment. The next nugget of wisdom I would share is that it's totally cool if you didn't peak in high school or college. Actually, it's a blessing because you have so much of your life ahead of you. I was looking at photos of me from college because this was this year was 10 years since I graduated from Chapman University. And I was looking at photos of me when I was 22, 23. And it just feels like lifetimes ago. I was really not at my peak. And uh, high school, especially not either, I was really overweight and unhealthy and depressed and really struggling. And I've devoted so much of my life the last 10 years to find happiness and joy. And I called a suicide hotline when I was in college. I really wanted to die and to see where I am now and what I've been able to overcome and I'm looking forward, I'm maybe only 32, but I'm looking forward to see 
what's out there beyond this and just to continue to enjoy each moment with Bud, with my loved ones, with myself, and just really opening up. So if you didn't peak in high school or college, totally fine. You have so much of your life ahead of you. The next I would say is a really beautiful nugget of wisdom. And this is to cultivate your own relationship with Yeshua and God beyond religious indoctrination. So if I were to get, have gotten my master's, I wanted to do it in religious studies, but now I'm like, what would I have done with that? So over the years, I've been devoted to learning more about other religions, you know, whether it was through becoming a yogi, becoming a Kundalini yoga teacher, um, navigating and respecting, listening to other stories. And the biggest thing that I've learned is that my relationship with Yeshua and God is beyond the indoctrination of the patriarchal system that so much of the Bible and Christianity was uh, derived from. It was about me cultivating my own relationship. And so now, you know, Yeshua is my homeboy and it's a relationship that's always healthy. And I was always really mad as a child with God um, because, again, I felt like life was always happening to me. But I've learned along the way that the, the again, the trials and the tribulations that I've been able to overcome are have gifted me testimonies and wisdom and compassion for those I'll meet along the way. And I think that's the most important thing is how can we bring more kindness to the world? So, you know, my relationship with Yeshua and God as I navigate through this wild fucking world right now is stronger than what I ever learned in Catholic school and there is a lot of trauma in that as well. So it's all about, you know, trusting your own path and cultivating your own relationship and allowing that to be what moves you and what really inspires you. The next nugget of wisdom I would share is that as you continue to up level and grow, you'll find yourself deprogramming from truths you once believed to be true. Timeline shifts happen. Like I said, I've uh, transcended the indoctrination of a lot of the uh, Catholic Church, Christianity, even Kundalini Yoga at that sense. And, you know, I have a false light teachings. That'd be the biggest one. I was a devotee to so much of the false light teachings because I was so susceptible. And this is going to lead to my next nugget of wisdom as well. But, you know, all these things that I thought were my true were my truth at that time. But as I grew and ascended and transmuted and alchemized what wasn't of service anymore, I realized that those teachings, those programmings, they served me for a purpose. But now they may not, and that's okay. We're, we'll all evolve, we'll all grow. And uh, I'm grateful for timeline shifts because I feel like where I, I'm going and the trajectory of where I'm going is a great one. And I'm pumped you're here with me as I navigate through it and share with you more of what I've learned along the way. So this leads me to my next nugget of wisdom is that when you're first embarking on your spiritual path, your heart is so wide open that you'll embrace everything and anything you can to find the answers to your questions. So be careful because you can really easily be manipulated if you're unaware of the deceit and the deception running rampant. Discernment is everything. My best friend, Krista Ryerson, and I are going to be talking more about this in next week's episode. But 
I remember when I first embarked on my spiritual path, I was so heartbroken and I was so pained on recognizing and seeing all of my flaws, all of my wounds, all of the conditioning that needed to go. LSD showed me that. And I ran away from the one I loved the most because I knew I needed to heal myself, heal my my family in a way of healing the lineage and the deep cellular memories and patterns so that I can be in my own truth, you know? And I was just so open to find what it meant to be alive. How can I really like be embodied in my truth? How can I really do this work and show up in this life on mission? And so I just absorbed everything and anything, especially after I got struck by lightning. My auric field was so tainted and activated and open and damaged after that lightning strike when I already had a lot of holes from traumas that were unprocessed that I was just a sponge absorbing everything and anything I could um, to try to find the answers. But you know what? It showed me that with all the shit we've been going through right now, what is the distortion? What is truth? Because I've already navigated through so much of it in the last nine years. And so we have to learn to be patient with ourselves and to be forgiving to ourselves, our younger selves who are just trying. They were trying their best and they did their best, you know, and we have to be gentle with ourselves and kinder with that. So that would be like one of the biggest lessons. And it's funny when I wrote it down because I, I wrote the lessons backwards to like 30, 32 to one. And this is lesson 22. And so, you know, 222 is such a number of change. And this is this is probably the biggest one that I've had to really sit with and learn and be compassionate with myself about. And I'm grateful I had that experience at a young age of seeing all of the manipulation and mind control that was happening. I wrote a whole book about it. <laughs> um because it allowed me and it gave me permission to learn and to embrace what it means to be a sovereign being and a sovereign leader. And that's what fuels me to show up every day, transparent and vulnerable in my truth and who I am and to share my humanness um, beyond what, you know, so much of the social media bullshit has showed of like who you need to be, be you. And uh, again, embrace your flaws your weaknesses, honor your strengths, your wins, and go out there and be human <laughs> and practice that discernment. Make sure you're, again, you're tuning into the heart of what feels in alignment, what feels expansive. So the next nugget of wisdom I would say is that if you are purchasing or investing out of fear, lack, or scarcity, you're not going to get the results you want. Rather, you're going to make a make it a pricey lesson. So invest in things that people, invest in things and people and experiences that feel like a hell yes, like a total alignment up level. 
you know, sometimes we can be fearful and taking a leap and it's like out of our comfort zone because our brain doesn't even know how to wrap our head around it, but we need to go back to the heart. And, you know, I, like I shared on my Instagram recently, I had a huge shopping addiction where I valued my worth based off of materials or how I looked rather than finding it within myself. And there were so many times I invested in coaches and mentors because I felt like I needed to do it and I got manipulated in a way and I took it myself. And so I just want you to know that any investment is an investment, whether if you get the results you want or not, if you get the results you didn't want, I'm sure there's still a lesson you'll learn. Like I said, investing in so many coaches and mentors and people that I loved and then just found myself so disappointed. I realized the thing, the biggest thing that I've realized from all of that was I've just been really upset and how so many of these coaches and mentors have treated their students and just see them as another number, but actually haven't taken the quality time to get to know their students. And so you're just like kind of feeding the machine with your money. And so, you know, from all these challenging investments I made, and like I had that episode with Jacqueline Holmes, which I got so much insight or so many uh, responses from you all, which was awesome, was that, you know, there's no such thing as a bad investment. It's just a lesson you'll learn and you'll be able to do better because now you know better. And so just trust that, you know, don't beat yourself up (laughs) and trust when you are investing in something that's in alignment, that it will expand you. The next lesson or the next nugget of wisdom I would share is that teenagers and young adults who are going through challenging times love to project their shit on other people, especially their mothers. (laughs) Since uh, the pandemic, you know, I grew up where my parents were always working and I was raised by my nonna and nonno, my grandmother, who is now 89 years old. And uh, I was just with my cousins all the time. And I was really mad with my mom for never being around, especially when I was navigating through so much death. So I I projected a lot of my shit on my mom. And uh, since the pandemic, when we closed the restaurant, I've been actually spending the most quality time with my mom that I ever have before. And I've also learned to take responsibility for my actions. And again, when I was a teenager and in my 20s, I had so much trauma and pain after experiencing death after death after death after death after death after death after death. death. It was insane. Like between the ages of like 23 and 15, I had three, four, five. I had about eight deaths in my life. And some of them was one after the other after the other. When I was uh, 15, just turned 16, I had three deaths in, in six months. And I had so much pain. Mental health wasn't talked about in the early 2000s. And uh, gratefully, it is now. And so I projected a lot of shit on, on my mom. So If you found yourself who've projected, you know, a lot of your teenage shit and your younger adult shit on your parents and your mom, do yourself a favor and have a conversation with them and 
take responsibility and say you're sorry. And it will really enhance your relationship. It will really make a stronger bond and you'll be able to enjoy this life a lot more with them. And you'll heal your lower triangle, which will allow you to open up your heart even more. So shout out to my mom for uh, all the love and support over the years, even when I couldn't see it because I was so deep in my shit. So the next nugget of wisdom I would share is that your 20s, wow, your 20s are the years where you really get to learn more about who you are. But once you've reached the hump of your first Saturn return come 31, then you really get to live life based off of your terms. So what I've learned is that when I was going through my Saturn return, still it was that cosmic initiation into adulthood. And it was quite the journey. And I was learning more about me, even though I had a lot of distortions in my 20s. It was my chance to really learn more about who I was and to really reflect on it come my Saturn return. And so now that I'm done with the shadow period, hallelujah, and I've like really been initiated as an adult by the cosmos, uh, I've been able to really look back and reflect. And like I said, see what what is expansive for me, honor where I'm going, and trusting that it's all unfolding according to divine will and that I've been able to learn so much from that experience. The next thing I would really share is that money is not the root of all evil. It's the unprocessed traumas, conditioning, programs, and distortions that really influence people to make unconscious or painful choices that will affect someone else. And we need more good people making good money, doing great things in the world. Poof, this has been the biggest piece for me to really work through, especially in this last year is healing my money stories. And the biggest conditioning we've seen is that money is the root of all evil. We need more good people making good money, doing great things in the world. More than that, we need more women to be wealthy. We need more LGBTQ people to be wealthy. We need more diversity and minorities to be wealthy so that we can start to really implement real change and, you know, be the solution to what's been going on. And that's the biggest thing I've seen. And it's been heartbreaking too. Sometimes when I see these coaches that are making great money and sometimes they lose their humbleness and it just sucks. It, that's the only thing I can say. It sucks when you see that happen. And so it's really great for you to, again, to do that deeper inner work and to remember where you came from and to be humbled about your journey and who you are. And there's nothing wrong with money. There isn't. That's why it was really important for me to start bringing on more people on this podcast to talk about money. Uh, because again, we need to see more money in the hands of good people. And 
we need to also address the traumas and the conditionings and the greed that is also happening and choose to not consent to that identity when we choose to activate that wealth, when we experience that wealth. So that's just been the biggest, one of the biggest things that I've learned, especially in this last year is I've been doing so much work around money and really having a relationship with money and really seeing that money is a game. (laughs) It is. And I'm really pumped that there are new ways of money coming through with cryptocurrency. And that's something I've been investing in more and just learning how to make money, how to respect money and how to circulate money. That's the greatest thing of all is being able to circulate money and supporting small businesses and giving back to organizations you care about. My next nugget of wisdom would be don't be the one who always has to reach out to your friends. If there isn't an equal level of reciprocity of checking in with one another, really take note and reevaluate the relationship. Something I've been really discerning or reevaluating a lot in my life, and I don't know if it's with this Saturn retrograde, um, with my Saturn in the fifth house of so much of relationships and family and all of that, but I've realized like, who are the friends who are actually checking on me just as much as I'm checking on them? It's like the the last of the big wound I'm really like working through, you know, has been like worthiness and being seen because like I said, I was always like the thick girl that was really sensitive and I really growing up, I wasn't, I didn't really have a lot of like close friends. Like I can, I can't say I really have a lot of relationships with the people I grew up with these days and you know, I would always be that people pleaser and it was challenging to always, you know, give, 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 but never receive. And to be able to open myself up to reciprocity is healing my divine feminine within myself and healing my inner child in that way as well. And so make sure like watch if you're the one that always reaches out to a friend and it's been some time that they haven't reached out. Why are they your friend? Are they actually there for you? I'm really grateful now. My soul squad, they're incredible. They're checking in on me, especially after I lost my memory, which I'm going to be talking more about um, on the 30th when I talked about what I learned from losing my memory. But the people in my life right now, my soul squad, so grateful. But I, it took me some time to purge out a lot of the people that weren't really my friends. And I was friends with a lot of them when I was really sick and not myself and figuring out who I was. So I also take responsibility if I wasn't a great friend then as well. And if they're listening, I apologize. (laughs) Um, But, you know, we're always, like I said, we're always doing our best based on how aware we are. And sometimes we're just unaware of how we're treating other people as well. So just really reevaluate your relationships and friendships and see if there's an equal level of reciprocity, that there isn't codependency um, and that there's just healthy boundaries as well. So that would be a big, big thing I've learned along the way. The next nugget of wisdom is that vulnerability is sexy 
And we need more humanness in the world of modern technology where people only like to share their good side. And human connection and humbleness, compassion, and transparency is being craved more than ever before, especially after the pandemic when we weren't allowed to like be with people. I think we're craving more of that human connection. And, you know, over the weekend when I was cleaning out my bathroom cabinet and found all this like Mac makeup from high school that I never touched, like what, 20 years later, 15 years later, and, you know, sharing the my journey of having a shopping addiction as well and just responding and sharing that on my stories and the response I was getting from people. It's like why I even started the podcast and storytelling, why I wrote a book talking about my experience just so that people know that they aren't alone. And that's what we need to remember is that the lone wolf days are over. You're not alone. And we're all human. So don't be, you know, we grew up in a condition of like supermodels and like Photoshop and all these things where, you know, what would sell? And I think now we we're craving more authenticity and realness. And so if you're afraid, if you have a business and you're afraid of sharing, showing your human side and your realness, do yourself a favor and break through that and start sharing what makes you human and what makes you real. It's not going to affect your community or your clients. You know, the people that may fall away because you're sharing your truth, they're not your ideal client, plain and simple. So just give yourself permission to be you and transparent. The next thing I would say is that there's no shame in asking for help. No judgment whatsoever. The only one who's judging you is you. And if someone else is judging you because you're asking for your for help, then they're not your person. You know, it takes a courageous one to say, I need help. It takes a brave one to say, I need help. And there's no judgment to it. And like I said, if someone is judging you, then fuck them. They're not your person. And you can say, may you be blessed and have them go on their way. But those aren't the people you want to surround yourself with. And ask for help. We're here, like I talked about with Sanjay last week. I'm here, we're here to implement real change. And we have the ability and the power to do so. And we need to learn sometimes. We need help. We need support. We don't know everything. Each of us have different strengths. We all carry weaknesses <laughs> and we can grow and learn from each other. That's what brings community together. And that's such a beautiful piece to it all. When you are investing in a coach or a mentor, you're going to them for help. There's no shame to that. It's an opportunity for you to expand, to excel to up level. And that's what asking for help is. It's a, it's an opportunity for you to up level. The next thing I would say, which I've been kind of weaving in, but again, all of these nuggets of wisdom are, many of them coincide with each other. The next thing I would say is admit when you're wrong and ask for forgiveness. And because you're human, you'll make mistakes. Like I said, failure is inevitable. And sometimes those mistakes are failures. And you know what? It happens. And you're human, you're doing your best, you've got this. And 
the sooner you can, you know, suck it up and admit you were wrong, the deeper level of respect someone will also have for you. So give yourself the opportunity to ask for help. Give yourself the opportunity to say, I'm sorry. Give yourself the chance to admit when you are wrong. Embrace that mistakes will be made time and time again. You're human. You're navigating through this thing called life and figuring it out as you go and move on together. The next thing I would say is that validation from others or literally the, I actually have more than 32. I'm just looking right now, (laughs) but uh, validation from others or material things can never really be the source of true happiness. It's an inside job. And once you find it within yourself, that's when you will experience sustainability. So if we're constantly looking outside of ourselves because we're invalidating who we are within and thinking something outside of us is going to validate it, you're setting yourself up for a disaster. Of course, I'm a projector. I love validation. It makes me feel good. I like feeling seen. But I have to learn to see myself first and recognize and honor myself first. So validate yourself first, find it or celebrate when you hear it outside of you, when you find it outside of you. But all the material things, I just, I I keep going back to this memory. I remember right when I was struck by lightning, I had a new car. I moved into this new apartment in San Diego and one of my girlfriends from college until we were out at like, I don't know, we were on some dance floor. We were watching someone and she asked me if I was okay. And I said, yeah, I have a new apartment. I got a new car. Life is good. And she knew right away I was full of shit. And that wasn't my source of my happiness to get emotional thinking about. It. And I've been thinking about it a lot lately as I was purging and going through a lot of my material things. Those were never the source of my happiness. What made me happy was that when I worked hard to like be able to invest in something that felt aligned and that felt expansive, that felt good. But if I was just buying a lot of stupid shit that really didn't have purpose or meaning, there was no joy to that. Maybe some quick fixation, but sustainably happy, never. So really be aware of how you spend your money, how you spend your time and what you're looking for outside of you and give yourself permission, even though it may be scary sometimes to go within and find that self-love and that validation within yourself. The next thing I would say is that people will have different beliefs and opinions than you and you've got to learn to love them anyway. If there's anything or any time that has shared this, it's now with what's going on in the world and these injections and choices people are making. It's the ultimate test on how can you still be compassionate. If you want to be respected for your choices, you've got to be respectful for other people's choices as well, even though you may not agree with it. It's a tough one, especially when you love them and 
It sucks sometimes, you know, but what can you do other than love them? That's it. And that's part of the test as well. And it's important to also be able to have conversation if there's disagreement so that maybe you can learn from each other. And again, that's what brings the human connection element alive that we've been craving. The next thing I would say is that investing in you is believing in you, not just in this now moment, but for the long haul of this lifetime. Even though I invested tens of thousands of dollars in coaches and mentors, and some, most, (laughs) were disappointments, I learned again, what to do, what not to do. And that has made me a better mentor today. And I've believed in my business for this long. And even though there have been times where I wanted to quit, I invested so much of my time and my energy. I've seen the impact it's made on other people. And that's what keeps me going. And I believe in my work. I believe in my medicine. And it's why I I continuously invest in my business so that I can be of service and really show up for all of you. And so I encourage you to not be afraid to invest in you because there'll be relationships you'll make along the way, things you'll learn along the way, things you'll grow from along the way, things you'll activate along the way. And when you're able to look back on it all, you'll be really proud of yourself. And that's the key right there is how can you be proud of yourself at the end and really be like, wow, what a life. I did it. And even looking back thus far, 32 years and seeing my journey, I'm just in awe of my resilience and not giving up even when I wanted to and how I've grown and how I've impacted people's lives and Relations built, relationships built, and just super grateful. So keep investing in you and believe in you. And something that's really special too, just a little bonus, is that if there are people who helped you get to where you are as well, when you are so in your financial liberation and in your freedom and true sovereign embodiment with your business, with your life, with your money, Buy those people something good, maybe a vacation, maybe a car, whatever. I know my goal right now for the next level of my financial liberation and freedom is to buy my mom a car. Like that's my biggest dream is to buy my mom a car who, again, I've healed my relationship with my mom since the pandemic and it wasn't always great. And that's the way like I want to give back. And that's the way that I get to invest in not just me, but my mom as well. And that's something super special. The next lesson I would say is don't put people on a pedestal. (laughs) Someone may be a few steps ahead of you, but they're not more superior than you. So don't give your power away to someone outside of you. And remember, you are a sovereign being who's exactly where they're supposed to be living out and experiencing the soul contracts and gathering the nuggets of wisdom based on your terms. This is the big one. Oh man, especially in the world of like spiritual teachers and stuff, like some people put people on a pedestal and then they'll find themselves disappointed when they meet like their quote unquote idols. (laughs) 
something that I'm very conscious and aware of is that I want people who meet me, maybe a follower or whatever, I want to treat them with the same level of respect as if they were my friend. I don't, it's not about them kissing my feet. I'm not superior than them. I remember, I don't know if, if Alexandra's listening, but this one listener, I was in San Diego with my dad and eating at my favorite taco spot in Ocean Beach. And this woman came up to me and she was like, are you Sabrina Riccio? And I'm like, yeah. And she like total fangirled. She had a candy bracelet that said Sovereign on it. And we took a photo and it was really dope to see my my dad to witness like, wow, like she's actually like making an impact on people's lives. <laughs> but it was really important for me to treat her like a human. There's no like there's no idol tree here. Please. I don't want you to ever idol me. I want you to know that I'm here. I've got I'm here side by side with you. I'm here. I've got your back and I just may be a couple steps ahead of you. And that's cool. But that's something that I'm very intentional and very aware of, I think, because I grew up around a lot of celebrities that to be treat to treat everyone like a human. And that's it. And even people that may be like more wealthy or more popular or whatever, celebrity, whatever, they just want to be treated like a, a human. Most do. <laughs> Some are so caught up in their shit, but. Just don't put people on a pedestal. Treat them like a human and be your, we're all equals here, you know? And that's probably the biggest thing that I've really learned along the way. Now we're getting to the end of the road here in the last nuggets, but I would definitely say the next one here is becoming embodied in your sovereignty is the best, most expansive way to navigate through this thing called life. This is your life. You are experiencing life on your terms. You have been gifted free will. Navigate through it with compassion, with love, with discernment. Learn to say no and choose to align to the investments, the peoples, the opportunities, the decisions that are actually super expansive for you. Be in your own free will and make decisions based off of what's best for you. From that space, you'll be able to navigate through this thing called life where nothing and no one outside of you can touch you because you know who you are. We are the sovereign society here, right? This is what it's all about. And I just want you to embrace what makes you you. And that will be the best way you'll navigate through this life. Know, the next one I would say is that know that no one outside of you is here to complete you. Don't just give away your power to someone outside of you. Instead, devote yourself to becoming fully embodied as you and witness what you'll magnetize in your life. Those two, I would say, really go together. 
There's no one outside to complete you. Ugh. Let me tell you, that's been probably one of the biggest lessons. When I wrote this down, it was number 11. And, you know, there's no, like, person outside of you, like your twin flame or whatever, that's going to complete you. That is a mirror of you. And you have to understand you are here to complete you. We need to find the divine masculine, divine feminine within and cultivate a sacred union within. Chris and I are going to be talking more about this next week as well. But this is about that sacred union of self. That's how, that's what will complete you, not someone else. It's the sacred union of self. So don't give your power away to someone outside of you. Again, there's no superiority. There's no someone on a pedestal. None of that. Become fully embodied in you, as you, and witness what happens. This leads me to my next nugget. You committing to the deeper work isn't just for you. For you first, yes. But it also creates a ripple effect in your lineage before you and behind you for generations to come. It will also inspire others to improve themselves, which results in us raising the vibration of the planet. Doing the deep work is not for the faint hearted. <laughs> it's a commitment. It's a journey. But when you do it, what comes from that beyond, beyond blessing? And again, you'll be able to share the nuggets of wisdom. And I've devoted so much like the last nine years of my life has been a total devotion to me doing the deeper work. I would actually even say the last 11 years. I got struck by lightning nine years ago, but I would say when and when I was 22 and I started doing Peace Love EDM, that was me and working with MDMA and really finding God through on the dance floor. That was when I started doing the deeper work for sure, where I started to like, learn to love me. And again, as I've done the deep work, sat in numerous plant medicine journeys, have like had wild breakthroughs, have lost my memory, been struck by lightning, all the shit. I know that I've cleared out a lot of the trauma and conditioning of my lineage. And the biggest thing as to why I devoted to doing the deeper work was, of course, for me, but I wanted to do it for my children, even though they're not here yet. I wanted to clear out my cellular debris for my kids so that they don't have to go through this. I chose to be the sacred disruptor of the ancestral pain and trauma. And I think a lot of us have as well. And so we need to trust that, honor that, and know that this is part of the reason why we're here. And there's something really beautiful about the devotion to yourself. There's something really powerful to saying yes to honor you, saying yes to the deeper work and going out there, getting out of your comfort zone and shaking shit up with the most, with the purest intention possible. We are sacred disruptors here. And I look forward to see what, how this future unfolds again, as more good people make good money doing great things in the world, as more people reclaim their power, as more people embody their sovereign truth. That's what I'm most looking forward to for the years to come. 
The next thing, the little nugget of wisdom I would share is that empaths are likely to be people pleasers because they of their big hearts. Boundaries are important, even though we were never taught this, especially so when it comes to you valuing your worth. So don't undervalue yourself, your time, your skills, your strengths, your knowledge, and your wisdom. We are breaking through the distortion of the broke healer. And again, we came here during this wild time in human history for a purpose, for a reason. And we need more healers. Again, I'll say this again, more good people making good money, doing great things in the world. We need it. More women, more LGBTQ, more minorities. We need more diversity. We need money in the hands of more diverse people, plain and simple. And we need to also be aware and honor our worth and our value. It's been really great to see more healers like heal their money stories and break free from a lot of that. Shout out to my sister, Freedom Franklin, who's been really devoted to that. And boundaries. We were never taught these boundaries before. I know I wasn't. And so it's cool to see more of these healers in their power. And again, I look forward to see what continues to unfold as we continue on this journey and more people are valuing their worth. And I know I'm actively working through it myself all the time and embracing my skills and my strengths and charging what I'm, what I deserve to be charged. The next thing I would say is divine timing is always in play. (laughs) Your person will come when you're ready. Your business will take off when you're truly ready. Life is unfolding according to divine will. So enjoy the ride and honor the journey and trust the process. This is like, oh, the golden, like, this is the holy grail right here. The golden ticket is that it's always unfolding according to divine will and that It's whether or not your nervous system is ready to receive. It's whether or not you have the systems, your your divine masculine energy within is strong and your divine feminine energy feels safe to be expressed, to be experienced. It's always unfolding as it should. So be patient, be in the now moment and trust this process. The next one I would say is never be afraid to speak your truth and stand up for something you're passionate about. While the world outside of you may try to stop you and keep going and remember to always follow, keep going and remember to always follow your heart. You are here to revolutionize the world with your medicine. Don't be afraid to share your truth. Of course, your truth may evolve over time as you learn more and do better, but the biggest truth you need to embody is you. And share that out with the world. Speak your truth. Be unapologetically you and watch what happens. You will have a deeper level of respect. And it's everything. <laughs> it's everything. So be be willing to, to do you. And again, the people that will respect you will see you. And even though censorship is really, really high right now, don't let it stop you, my love. The next thing I would say, and I've mentioned this earlier as well, is that everyone's doing their best based on their level of awareness. So be patient and compassionate and take no shit. Some people may be unaware of their actions. Some people may be unaware of 
their wives. Some people may be unaware of their behaviors, but just be compassionate and be patient and understand that everyone's doing their best. Plain and simple. And here we're at the last five. <laughs> As you up level, best believe everything will come up to the surface that needs to be addressed and alchemized before you embark on this new endeavor and new experience. Nourish yourself and be gentle with yourself. And remember to love yourself as you navigate through the uncharted territory, you brave and courageous soul. A lot of purging, especially if you're devoted to the medicine path, you know what's up. <laughs> There's a lot of purging that happens as you continue to up level. I remember like, you know, as we're finishing out, closing out this fucking gnarly eclipse season, kicked my ass. I was even feeling it before the eclipse happened. There was times I was on the couch and just like feeling it that like Bud literally crawled on me to give me lovin's. It was so sweet. And I found myself taking naps, taking time away from computers, whatever. As I'm up leveling, working with a new mentor, preparing for my birthday, what have you, I'm up leveling. And so a lot of the purging of outdated systems, cleaning out my cabinets, all of that. It's had, there's had to be work there. So when it's coming up to the surface to be addressed, be patient with yourself, call in your soul squad if you need support, get in nature, do what you need to do. And also when you get through it, be able to look back and see how far you've come and what a freaking blessing that is. So just know there's always, every time you up level, maybe your financial status, maybe you up level personal, um, up-level, spiritual, emotional, shit will always come up. And they're not breakdowns, they're breakthroughs. And what's on the other side is beyond your wildest dreams. Next, I would say invest your time, your money, and your energy on what feels expansive. And if you want to bless up, you've got to make the conscious decision to embody the habits and beliefs that bless up you. If you're looking at, if you visualize what six-figure you looks like, multiple six-figure you looks like, seven-figure you looks like, what are your habits and beliefs? How do you nourish yourself? How are your systems? How do you run your business? And start implementing that now. If you, you know, see yourself like wanting to be a better partner, what are your habits that you see yourself embodying and doing as a better partner and take initiative now, right? So investing your time, money, and energy on what feels expansive is everything. Give yourself permission to learn, to grow, and permission to bless up. You have every right to live the life that you want. So what's stopping you? Continuing to this next one. This one's a fun one. Permission to feel fully embodied on the dance floor. Life is too short to not enjoy good music. When I first started learning and building brands was because I had Peace Love EDM. And I loved being on the dance floor, seeing all these people enjoying living life and interviewing all these DJs, going to festivals. I miss festivals so much. I know the next time I get on the dance floor, it's going to be glorious. And give yourself permission to let loose and dance however way you want. Like, get fucking weird on that dance floor. <laughs> 
And life's too short to not enjoy good music. I'm going to be continuously sharing more of my Spotify playlists. If you want, check in the notes, the show notes, and you can check out my Spotify. I've got great, great playlists there. I love making playlists. It's like the old music journalist in me. And enjoy good music. Life's too short to not. Next, I would say that there's no one in the world quite like you, so stop playing small. Stop trying to be someone you're not. Stop dimming your light to fit in when you're here to radiate your radness. This is a huge one, okay? Be you, be unapologetically you, whether on that dance floor or not. In the world, be you. There's no one like you, so stop playing small. Stop trying to fit in this box. Stop trying to be someone you're not. Stop dimming your light. Bitch, you were made to stand out. Shine on, you crazy diamond, right? You are here to radiate your radness. So don't let anyone or anything outside of you stop you from experiencing, sharing, and unleashing your truth. And to wrap up the lessons, this is the best one. They're all really good, but this one's my favorite. The arrow must be pulled back before it can be shot forward. So never doubt yourself and ask yourself, where is my faith? Always remember and honor your sacred why and your greater intention for living and experiencing your deepest desires and dreams. Again, when the going gets tough, just remember the arrow is being pulled, has to be pulled back before it gets shot forward. And don't doubt yourself and what you're capable of achieving. Ask yourself, where is my faith? A wise woman told me that when I was at a rock bottom. She asked me, where is my faith? And I hear her voice and I, I visualize that conversation often. Where is my faith? And I know where my faith is. My faith is in the work I'm here to do. My faith is in myself. My faith is in my mission. My faith is in God. My faith is that I'm always protected. I've seen it. <laughs> my faith is in that the people who I'm here to help will find their way. My faith is in the future. I have faith in our future. I really do. So don't let the noise outside of you, the noise in the news, whatever, stop you from shining your truth, radiating your truth and going out there and unleashing your medicine. I want to thank you for being here with me. Thank you for celebrating this year with me. And again, if you want to join Alchemize Your Systems, the doors are closing on the 10th at 6 p.m. for you to save 50% off with two bonus group calls, one a month. We're going to ask your Q&As and your chance to win a free one-on-one -on -one call with me. I'm very, very excited. Thank you so much for celebrating this. And my intention this year is to be of service, to be fully embodied in my truth, to activate more wealth and prosperity so I can give back to organizations and people I care about, and to find gratitude in every moment, especially when the going gets tough, and to just enjoy and celebrate more of this thing called life. I love you so much. Thank you for being here. And I'll be seeing more of you soon. Take care. Thanks so much for tuning into this powerful episode of the Sovereign Society podcast. To keep this conversation flowing, I invite you to join us over at the Sovereign Society private Facebook group and to follow us over at Sovereign Society podcast on Instagram. 
If you want to keep up with me, subscribe to my YouTube channel where you can watch these episodes and so much more. I welcome you to come on over and say hey on Instagram at Sabrina Riccio. And if you love these conversations, please support the podcast by subscribing and leaving a rating and review on iTunes. To share the love, all you got to do is search Sovereign Society Podcast. And of course, if you're ready for more, stay tuned for next week because we've got a whole new episode coming your way. Take care. Satnam. Satnam.